0: Good evening, everyone, or I should say good afternoon. It's, it's not even 5 o'clock. So, good afternoon, everyone. We are missing some of our, our people, um, but this is the Mystery Discussion Group, and this is Sunday, the 18th of December, and it is 4 o'clock. And not five o'clock, which is why I think a whole lot of people aren't here. And we are discussing Merry Merry Ghost, uh, by Carolyn Hart. And as I always do, I would like to know, did you like the book? Did you not like the book?
1: And why? Okay, I'm gonna jump in first and, and get and give the mail perspective. I don't see any other other guys here. But uh I, uh, the book, the book was was somewhat entertaining. I, I'll tell you what my problems were with it. Uh, one, I, I, I didn't think uh, what was her name, Bailey Ruth was the sharpest ghost in the drawer. I mean, come on, she goes back to to watch after this little boy, and it's <laughs> found out he's going to inherit all this stuff, and then, and and the grandmother announces she's going to be changing her will. So who would you think would be at risk? And I I thought that was, I thought that was pretty poor, but, uh, uh, hey, uh, and I got a little aggravated. Higgins was so concerned with them following the precepts or the rules or whatever they were. And then he'd come back and and start talking out loud for people could hear him talking. I thought, huh, oh well. But what really aggravated me about the whole thing, you know, was the, the the continual references to what she was wearing and stuff. You know, I know that's a woman's thing, but, uh, I, I got a little, I got a little tired of all the, clothing references and i know i don't know much about fashion but i but i have always heard that if you're a redhead you don't wear pink and she made one statement during the book that that she loved pink and loved to wear pink and i thought hmm that doesn't sound right but hey i'll let y'all comment on that but you know i mean it it was interesting it it was it was probably a little longer than it needed to be but uh 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 i I didn't have it all i kind of thought it was going to be the the Brother and his sister uh, is the bad guys, but yeah, you know, I was close, I guess, but uh, yeah, it was entertaining, so uh, I was glad I read it. Thanks. Well, I
2: hope you can hear me since I recommended it, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a real fun read. I'm really getting tired of books that have to have, you know hello.
3: I can hear you, but your name's not listed, Marshall. At least
2: I don't see it. Okay, somebody's trying to say something, but I'm not sure who it is. I had a little trouble logging in, so I may not may not have put my name in. But I'm definitely here. Uh, I just wanted to, I just want fun reads anymore. I don't want books that have deep social meaning or a lot of angst or a lot of torture and a lot of violence you know I want the old Sherlock Holmes books that's why I recommended this book you know it's fun Uh, you don't have to take it too seriously Um, and I still enjoyed it I must admit that after I read the entire series and by the time you get to six or seven it does get to be a little bit boring And a little annoying, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And in fact, I think I'm going to give the first three books of the series to my sister for Christmas next year.
3: Well, I had a little difficulty starting it. Um, I didn't quite. I think I read the first chapter, whatever, a couple times. Didn't quite get what she was referring to, and all the different. There were a lot of different. Characters, But then when I figured it out um, and I started really reading it, I loved it. I thought it was very cute. Um, um, her flying around and, and um, her really wanting to be of service and helpful. I loved that. And um, I felt so bad for little Keith. Um, he was this little one uh, kind of overwhelmed with everything and everybody. And some people liked him and some people uh, were so uh, uh, afraid that he was going to take all their their money and everything. Uh, and I loved Susan. I thought she was really terrific. Um, I would say, all in all, I... For somebody that kind of resisted reading the book and that finally got to it, um, I, I'd say it was pretty good. I think I would recommend it.
2: I must admit, when I reread the book, I realized that this author wasn't very good about describing the some of the stuff like that she never explicitly listed what the precepts were, you know, one, two, three, four, which I believe she does in the first book. Um, And I didn't, you know, like I said, I enjoyed it just because it was a fun book.
1: Um, Well, the thing I kept having a problem with was the the term she kept using, Advent mission. So I downloaded it from Bookshare to look up the spelling of that and it was spelled a D V E N hyphen mission. And, uh, that really didn't help me a lot. Cause I couldn't even find it after I Googled it and stuff. So if some, uh, maybe that's a term she coined for these books or, or somebody that's more maybe, maybe you can explain what that is exactly. Marshall, uh, since you've read all the books, maybe that was something they, they defined in one of the earlier, earlier books. I mean, I I, I ended up getting the context of it, I think, but, uh, uh, i i uh, uh i could never find it listed anywhere
0: well it was her term um, it uh, it was a term uh, that meant an intervention um you know a, a advent i i'm not sure what Adven stood for but an advent mission was one where you, you um, tried your best to help um, by changing things or, or manipulating things um, to get a certain result. Um, that I got, but I, I wasn't sure about the, the origin myself. Um, you didn't let uh, Deb or me speak, so I'm going to speak now, and then I'm going to let Deb speak. Then we can go back around. Um, I liked it. I liked the book because of, of the very same reasons that that um, Marshall did. I mean, I thought it was charming. I thought it was the kind of book that you want to read when when you want to sort of clear your palate. You um, know, it was just sort of like sparkling water or something. You know, it was it was frothy. It was fun. It was you know. Um, and I loved the ghost, and I loved the. Um, I liked the ga- the gal, uh, the young gal, who was prepared to give up her share of the, of the uh, inheritance and give it all to Keith. Um, I forget her name now, but I I liked her, and of course I liked Susan, um, the the old lady, and and uh, you know all that kind of stuff, and and um, I just. You know, it just was a fun book. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you got to read some of that. You got to read that every once in a while. You know, just just to kind of clear things out. And and uh, um, I'm in the middle of the of the obsidian chamber now, which is very very uh, heavy in the sense of um, you know it's 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 a thriller. So we have guns and violence and all sorts of stuff, and and uh, you know the usual thriller thriller affair. Um, but uh, no, this was this was good. I liked
4: it. So Deb, what'd you think? Well, I'm kind of at a loss. Um, on the one hand, there were certainly charming things about it but I felt like the characters were incredibly cardboard um, and that bothers me, I like my characters to have substance and I felt like almost everybody, and I'm not being fair here I realize, but I felt like everybody was either cut out to be really, really bad or really, really good, and even the people that didn't kill anybody but were bad were really bad, and uh, anyway, so um, that part of it kind of made it less enjoyable to me <clears throat> and yet there were parts of it that I really enjoyed too and uh, I can understand the concern about the clothing it did get a little bit old although I appreciated the fact that she enjoyed fashion so and that was okay to me, it didn't bother me but it was a little it, it was pretty fluffy, let's put it that way I um, One other thing, the Advent mission, early in the book, she actually explains what's going on there. She considers her trips to Earth as adventures, but they're actually important missions. So she would, that was sort of her way of saying adventure, I mean mission. Um, That was at least the way that I took it. Maybe somebody else would have a different interpretation.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I guess you did explain that, and I, and I probably missed the explanations. I, w- I was looking for a uh, a regular gr- grammatical term, I guess, and it, and it doesn't exist because the character made it up. So that makes sense.
4: Yeah, I thought that was one of the cuter parts of the book, that she really kind of enjoyed herself when she came back to Earth. And I can understand. I think I could understand that as a thing. If you missed your life and you loved it, then coming back to Earth would be a pleasurable experience.
3: Well, I kind of like that she could change her outfits um, by using her will. Oh, um, gee, I wish I was a little. I wish it was a little bit warmer, and uh, I wish I had a, a fur coat to wear. I wish I had this to make me feel warmer. And and there she gets it. You know, I thought that was adorable uh, because there are so many times when you're in a situation and you're either too hot or too cold and you can't just change into what you want to kind of in midair, air if she could. Um, it, I like the uh, the idea of all good and all bad people. Um, that kind of... Um, well, I think I found the book very refreshing because I don't usually use, read this kind of a book. So, um, basically it was good and I think her name was Deborah the younger woman and I really I, I just loved her care and concern for Keith because it seemed like to everyone else except for Susan um he was a big big threat so uh yeah I would say that I, I don't know that I'd read any more of her books but um but I would say that I liked it. I really enjoyed this one. It was it was different from what I
2: usually read.
3: I guess what I would say about it is that it's sort of
4: the coziest cozy I've ever read.
2: Well, the uh, woman that cared for Keith was named Peg Flynn. She was the daughter of Jake, the lady that wanted the house so badly. Um, and you know I didn't say this was a. a tr- maybe sound like I'm being a little defensive and I'm not I didn't say this was you know the best mystery book ever written and had a lot of depth in anything but it was so nice to have something to read after certain events in the real world um I think that may have been part of why I enjoyed it. And, um, you know, like I said, if you get up, if you do read the entire series by the time you get to six or seven, it does start to get old. The other thing I liked about it was the interaction of the police chief when she started writing things on the blackboard, because I can just see, you know, a male chief of police freaking out as his blackboard filled with information. Um and as an aside, Deb, are you in the fantasy book club?
4: I am, and I'm, in fact, I was, um, I tried to get there and I couldn't find out where you all were meeting and it was about 30 minutes in.
2: Okay, stick around after the meeting and I'll give you a briefing.
4: Thanks, I appreciate that. I'm glad that uh, I'd like to hear that. Um, the I, you know, I like the stuff with the chief of police too. He was one of the best characters in the book, I thought
1: actually. Yeah, I like the chief of police too. That that was uh, um, that that was entertaining. I, I liked the uh, the interaction with him and the uh, the chief of detectives uh, had somewhat of a crush on her, I guess. He remembered from a, another book, I guess. But uh, that 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 was interesting. But like like I said, it you know, it, it, it was light. Like it, it was light, and I and I enjoyed the. The lightness of it, uh, m- maybe it, it was a little too frothy at points, but hey, that, that's the way it goes. I, like I said, I, I did enjoy the the read, and it's perfect for this time of year. So, uh, but uh, I'm still going to take my shots at it, so because uh, 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 we always get your shots at, at, the, at the other books we pick, Marshall. So it, uh, uh, it, it's only fair. So.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's it's like any of of the cozies. I mean, it's you know. It's, it's fluffy. It's not supposed to be real in, in that sense. It's not supposed to be um, true to life. And, you know, you, you take them with, with a whole lot of salt because um, they're not supposed to be real. But I just, as I say, I found it charming and the fact that she was a ghost and, you know. And I did like the interaction between her and um her her boss um, what was his name Wiggins Wiggins I think it was Wiggins or something like that anyway um, because he he ended up doing the, doing the same thing she did you know which which was kind of a, a, a kind of a tweak to say yeah we're all human you know we all do the same things you know and uh, you know even though he's he's trying to Make her toe the line and and uh, follow the precepts and all this and and yet he makes the same mistakes. So you know, it's it's like, yeah, huh, we all we're all in the same boat here. Um, but you know, he didn't he didn't do that deliberately. I mean, it just was it was it was the author's way of of pointing that up, and I like that. So um, well. As I say, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was the right book for the right month and and uh, thank you Marshall for your suggestions. Um anyone else have any comments or questions about this uh
4: this book? I actually do. Um <laughs> there is a movie that I have seen that reminds me of this a little bit in that there is a woman and a man who are married and they are kind of fun loving people. They end up in a wreck and then she, I think comes back as a ghost and, um, is (sighs) she's, she helps people in this family do a bunch of stuff. And I, Is that the same thing? I don't think so, because this has got like cell phones and stuff, and that's a really old movie, like from the 50s.
2: You aren't thinking of Blythe Spirit, are you?
4: I don't know. Um, It's possible. Um, I thought, somehow or other, I associated it with Arthur, but I know it's not Arthur either.
2: It wouldn't be the Topper series with um, Leo G. Carroll, would it?
4: Don't ask me about about actors, I'm so bad with them. But I think it might be the Topper series, that does sound familiar.
0: Well, it's a common theme, and, you know, yeah, uh, Bly Spirit and um, the Topper series, and what was that one, the Ghost and Mrs. Muir, um, you know, with the old sea captain and all that. And then, of course, we've got, uh, you know, Genie, and... Uh, all that but uh you know i mean that's that's carrying it a little too little farther but you know it's a it's a common theme it's definitely a common theme um you know cuz people don't know um what ghosts can do and so they they theorize and they write fiction that says well what if and um which is, I guess, part of the reason I like science fiction because they're always saying "what if," you know, "what if we did this," "what if we did this," "how would it, how would this be?" So, I I, I kind of liked it for that reason too. Um, and I and I also liked it because there were no demons or or devils or or um, you know that kind of thing. It was just this this wonderful, fun-loving. Um, Very helpful ghost, and I just liked it for that reason, too.
2: Yeah, um, there was also the TV series with Della Street, uh, Della Reese, and the oh, I can't remember her name, but she was it was, um, Irish, um. And she came back to help people. And then there's also the one with Michael Landon, um, where he was a time traveler, not a, not a a ghost. But there was the, they had a TV series. I know because it was produced in Utah and I wound up tripping over some of their cables when they were using our church or a church near me as a scene. Uh, as part of one of the scenes in the movies. They had their, you know, food vans and makeup vans and all of this stuff parked all over the place.
4: That sounds really cool. Um, I just recently had a friend in Colorado Springs who was able to go to a movie shoot of, my gosh, I can't think who it is right now. But anyway, it was like Jane Fonda and somebody, Paul Newman, that's who it was. And my gosh, you know, it was like exciting, but it also I've never seen such a, or I never heard even of such a mess. I mean, it was like there was just tons of stuff around. So I can imagine what it must have been like to be there. Gosh. Was
3: that Touched by an Angel, the one with Della Reese, and then, there was a, and Roma Downey, I think her name was. And then there was another one. I can't think of what the name of that was. I, I love Touched by an Angel. I thought that was so cool. And the other one, too, where they rode around, the family rode around in a car or in a truck or something. Oh, I can't think of the name of, of that one, but I love that one, too. Uh, there's something about shows like that that are really really cool and Marshall uh, glad that you recommended this book because I don't know if I would have read it Um, had I just seen it in a catalog or something
2: well and yes it was touched by an angel I was trying to remember what it was and I couldn't remember her name or the title of the show I didn't watch it that much but the few times I did I enjoyed it um you know, it's. I'm really tired of listening to TV shows that have criminals in it anymore because all they seem to have are crime shows anymore, um, and they aren't very interesting. Um, and I guess I got and back to this book. I guess I got a little tired of the. Um, Clothing descriptions as well, and it showed up more when I reread the book than the first time through. Um, because I, I connected with the character, I connected with the with the excuse me with the ghost with Ruth Bailey or Bailey Ruth. That's probably the one thing I didn't like was that name. Um, and. You know Keith and Peg and the police chief and some of the other characters I connected with. I didn't connect with any of the family except for Peg and Susan and Keith. I just sort of felt, are people really this concerned with money that all they think about is how much am I going to get from this lady? I hope people are better than that. But anyway, I enjoyed it. I hope I can find more series like this. I don't know if I'll refer them, but um, this has been one of the few books. Well, this and the Lost Lake series, or Loon Lake series, have been the best books I've read this year. Most of the others have just been kind of blah.
0: Well, um, hmm. Well, I enjoyed the the uh, the Loon Lake one that we read. So, yeah. Um, so, I, as they say, I I enjoyed it thoroughly, and you know, I took it for what it was, what it was, which was a, a frothy, just a nice, easy read. I guess what people call it an airport read or an airplane read. <laughs> anyway. Um any other comments before we go on to choose the book for January?
1: I'm sitting here in my my Wrangler blue jeans and my gray long sleeve t-shirt and my Brooks running shoes, but uh, I I got through the clothing descriptions okay, but uh uh it, it was a light read and it was like you all said it was charming and that's why uh, I enjoyed it, but uh, that's what I'm wearing now. Thanks.
3: Thank you for that complete description of your outfit.
4: I think you should put on a, a
1: hat. I've got a uh, seaside uh, baseball cap that I wear when my hair's dirty, but uh, it's clean now, so I don't have it on. But, yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Well, I'm sitting here in my navy sweatsuit and my red turtleneck and my uh, old old white socks, and so I would like to know uh, what you all want to do for January.
3: Well, I'm going to go back to a book that I recommended, I think, last month called She's Not There by Joy Fielding. It's, um, it's, um, it's upsetting. Um, it's, there's a lot to it. It's good.
1: I got nothing, so, uh, uh, joy fielding she's not there is okay with me
3: well that
0: sounds sounds good um, I don't have any suggestions I'm, well I happen to love J.J. Uh, J. Merrick but then other people don't so that's alright uh, so I am reading Gideon's month at the moment um, you know it's just a plain old police procedural and I like those you know, it's like the uh, Evan Hunter stuff. You know, the the Ed McBain. Only it's English, so it's it has that flavor. Um, okay, all right. She's not there by Joy Fielding. And uh, do you have a a, a bard number for that, uh, Joni?
3: No, I'm sorry, I don't. Um, I don't know if the book share either but it probably is I would think so but she's a pretty popular author uh no I don't have the number or the um or the time or the reader
1: sorry db eight four one one nine she's not there a novel joy fielding reading time twelve hours three minutes read by madeline buzzard Okay, there it is.
3: Well, Madeline is good again in this. Um, I found a time when she was reading books that I did not, I didn't like because of her reading. I found her reading very irritating. But in this book, she was good again. So, go figure.
2: Speaking of readers, did anybody ever find out if, Bard rehired that reader that quit and had the campaign for everybody send in messages so they'll rehire me?
1: No. There was an interview with her today on one of the uh, uh, tune-in radio stations. The interviewer was some guy named David. I didn't get his last name. But about all Martha Harmon Pardee said in the interview was that she really hadn't heard much back from her former employers, I think it 's talking books, and that no news was bad news, and that she had gotten some information from them about loss of benefits, so that doesn 't sound good so uh she was very appreciative for all the support that people had given her, and uh it actually teared up a couple of times but uh, uh she she mentioned that a couple of times, but it doesn 't sound like uh that 's going to work out, so uh she's going to be looking elsewhere, I guess.
0: Well, we might find her on uh recorded books or uh graphic audio or any anywhere else. I mean I have seen um talking book readers in a lot of commercial places. Um, what's her name? I remember Nanette Savard? Uh she's a big wing on uh um uh, graphic audio. You know, she she does a lot of stuff on graphic audio. Um and I don't know. I've seen a, a fair amount of other, you know, talking book readers reading for uh, for other commercial houses. So, and I have a feeling that they pay better than Library of Congress. So she might end up doing better for herself. So anyway, I hope they give her a good recommendation, though. I mean, I you know, I hope that's the case because she really was a good reader. And she read something like 1,400 titles, so um, I think that that she deserves a good recommendation. All righty-roo, let's see. We have She's Not There by Joy Fielding, Um, and this is for the January meeting. And January should be, let's see. January 1st is on a Sunday. That would make it the 22nd, I believe. January 22nd um, would be the fourth Sunday in January. Uh, So we can go back to our regular time and everything all like that. Is that agreeable?
1: Sounds great. And that's right, the 22nd. And uh, for those who wish to hang in, we're going to be having Worlds of Books at... 5 Eastern, 4 Central in about 20 minutes or less where we'll be discussing The Twelve Dogs of Christmas by uh, David Carpenter and Andy Rosenfeld Mystery. So, uh, Thanks for everybody's comments. I enjoyed the discussion as always. Take care.
3: I did too. Um, I'm glad we're reading this book by Joy Fielding. It's got a lot of different layers to it. It's a uh, so thank you for taking my choice, everyone, and we'll see you in a few minutes because I'll be here for World of Books.
0: Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna bug out here um, because I didn't read the Twelve Dogs of Christmas, although I enjoy, you know, Andy Carpenter and his his series, um, and uh, I'm going to go back and continue reading the Obsidian Chamber.